fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. It is a post-Monday celebration, the greatest day of the entire week. Welcome into the show. And we have more things to cover today that I know what to do with. There are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, seven. There's at least 20 tabs open on my internet browser right now. As I, We're going to try and cover what we can, when we can, and do the best that we can with it. Welcome into the show. Great to have you along for the ride today. Broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station all over the country. Radio, TV, live streaming, and the podcasting, wherever you may be watching or listening. Your Millennial General reporting for duty. There are the Olympics. There's the Super Bowl coming up that apparently a lot of people are investing some money into. That'll be kind of interesting. Uh, some excitement building around that one. I don't know. I haven't paid attention to the NFL in a really long time, nor do I care to, just with some of the shenanigans they have going on right now. We may talk about that a little bit later. We have the economy that seems to be like lingering in the... Oh, yeah, it's doing great, but it's not really, so the delusion continues. Before we get into all the politics, though, with, uh, by the way, Matt Brainerd, he'll be coming on the program. He's the executive director of Look Ahead America. He'll be joining us here at the bottom of the hour to talk about some positive news. Pro-American school boards passing resolutions to help fight critical race theory to promote pro-American agendas in our public schools, actual teaching history without, like, you're just a bunch of evil racists and your your ancestors are racist and we hate you and you need to, like, re-educate yourself before you actually assimilate into society. Yeah, that's what they try to propose on that end of the aisle. So uh, we'll talk about what the positive news is going into the public schools. So we'll get to that here in just a second. Before we get into all that, I want to talk about something kind of personal that's kind of fun. Uh, first off, I have been doing some TikToks. I, I know, I know. I have been doing some TikToks trying to get involved more in the social media. Which you can go and check our TikTok out at Hoosier Reason. That's H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. I've been putting, I tried to been putting up one once a day for the last few days. So there's, I don't know, three or four videos on there now. I haven't done a lot other than the first video that I did at the very beginning when I opened the account. I'm just not one to stick the you know, stick my phone up in my face and walk around and try and talk to people. But I'm trying it. I'm really trying. Now, the weird part is is that I watched it back, and I put in the effects and did everything, and I was all, like, weird and, like, pale and blotchy. Then I realized it was 80 degrees here in the radio studios because here in Wichita, Kansas, where I'm based out of, it's over 60 degrees here today, and the heater was on as well, so things were nice and cooking here. So I had to turn on the AC, but I looked very strange in that one. No, I'm not having a heart attack. Yes, I am okay. It was just very warm in here. <laughs> I don't know if I need to do makeup, apparently, to do TikTok videos or something you know just like get rid of the glare that's going on but you can check it out uh we're going to try and put at least one up a day and talk about just a brief little hint of some topical issues that we're talking about on the show that's number one number two i started a getter as well i started that yesterday I have like i don't know 30 followers right now and i haven't even really done anything with it the very first post i made was just now sharing the link to the live video stream 
So you can find us on Getter, again, at Who's Your Reason, and you can find us on there and follow us, and we appreciate that very much. Apparently the alternative to Twitter, so I'm getting accustomed to that one, and we'll see how far it goes. I'm getting a little stretched thin with all of these different social media sites because when you post on one, apparently you got to post to all of them. So I'm trying to deal with that. So you can find us on all the social media at Who's Your Reason. The third thing, which is kind of fun, off story here that kind of bleeds into our topic for the day, at least for the first topic. I was, Mrs. Voice of Reason got a detail in her truck. We were cleaning everything out of her truck. We were just cleaning up old papers and wrappers and trying to get stuff out. She was going to take it in to get it all uh, cleaned and and done. And it's awesome. Or it was funny because she posted. I, uh, uh, there we go. Okay. The live stream, by the way, is up on Facebook. I just got that notification. Thanks for interrupting me. No, as we were cleaning out, she had taken out a binder of some old notes, uh, just like a little hand paper binder. And she had found some interesting papers in there that I haven't seen in a very, very long time. Now, for those of you that may not be like the best test takers, and I'm talking to you younger generation, maybe in middle school, maybe in high school, not quite sure what you want to do with your life, I want to give you a little bit of hope for a second. Because in these binders, one of the pieces of paper that she found, I had to laugh at. It was my spring class schedule of 2008 when I was at Bowling Green State University in Bowling Green, Ohio. Now, for those that do know, I went to college for two years at a four-year university. I realized that unless I wanted to become a lawyer or a teacher, that it was a useless degree, and I wasn't going to do anything with it, so I ended up dropping out of college and went to a broadcasting school. And voila, here we are doing radio and TV, the two things that I trained how to do at the broadcasting school. Luckily, fortunately, able to work in the industry that I actually went to school and wanted to do. But I found this class schedule. And again, for all the younger generation that may not be the best test takers, that aren't the nerds at school, I was the nerd in high school. I graduated with a, what, 3.8, 3.9 GPA, almost a 4.0, not quite, almost. I was the second tier there. But I went to college and realized this is really, really dumb. I was looking through this class schedule here. I was taking one, two, three, four, five classes the spring of 2008. And I don't think I showed up to any of these classes. Got to be honest. Variety. Here's the thing, and this is, again, my little rant on, on education, the higher education. Why the beep do you need to take the first two years of class that is the same crap that you took in high school before you can actually start going for the major that you wanted to go and major in? You should be able to walk in and say, I want to take politics 101. You take politics 101 and you go for your political science degree. I want to take medical stuff. So you start with medical class 101 or whatever you take, biology and whatever, and you move forward from that. I don't know why you need to take the other garbage of, wow, you you need some more science credits. No, I don't. I'm going to college. I'm paying you to get a degree in a certain field. I don't need to take general classes. That's just stupid, and it's a money scheme, and it's a load of crap. It makes me angry. It drives me nuts. And that's why I flunked out of my first two years, because I didn't want to take the classes that I had to take. My, my second semester, my spring semester of 2008, I signed up for varieties of writing. Don't know why, because I had a, I needed an English class, and I had to sign up for one. I don't think I ever showed up to it. I don't remember anything about that class. Introduction to Ethnic Studies. That was a political class. I went for about half of the semester, and the professor was so extremely boring. He was the former mayor of the local town in the area, and he would fall asleep during his own lectures and would just drivel on, so I stopped showing up to that class. That was nice. Geology uh, and History of Dinosaurs. I needed another science curricul- or science credit, so I signed up for the Geological History of Dinosaurs. 
I showed up to two classes of that one, uh, the first two or three or four classes, whatever it was, first month or so, and then just stopped showing up. It was boring. It was dumb. It was again. It was an old professor who like just dribbled on, and I just didn't care. World civilizations. I don't even remember signing up for this class. Got to be honest. And the modern world again. I don't even remember signing up for these classes. So I had to bring it in, not to say how much of a loser I was in college by not showing up to any of my courses, but to give hope to the younger generation that, hey, I get it. It's tough to go to college. You don't have to go to college. You can go to a trade school and not sit on $60,000 of student loan debt that I currently am for classes that I don't even remember signing up for or didn't even show up to in class. I, I thought I had the brilliant idea that I was like, you know, what? I got almost a 4.0 in high school. I'm going to show up for the first couple of days of college. I'm going to get the books. I'm going to listen to the lecture for a couple of days. Then I'm going to stay in my dorm room for the rest of the semester, and I'm going to party, and I'm going to hang out. At that time, I was running the College Republicans you know, at the time, and I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to study it on my own and then show up the last couple weeks of class, get ready for the final and pass the final and just be fine. I'll be great. Don't worry about a thing. Obviously, that didn't work out too well, but you know what? I can at least teach on to the younger generation. So younger generation... Pay attention, but it's okay. You can still survive if you don't actually go to the four-year college and do your thing of, like, you need that degree and get that piece of paper on the wall to prove that you know how to do things. Because now we're talking about really important things like this. And I wouldn't have figured this out, at least this way, when I was sitting in college. Here's a couple headlines for you today. Number one, House Democrats are seeking the stopgap funding through March 11th. What does that mean? Again... This is all self-taught because obviously I didn't show up to college to be able to learn this stuff. That the stopgap funding, they're not passing a budget at the federal level. Just to let you know. If you want to know what stopgap funding is, for those that may not be aware because you're not that technically involved in politics, this is like going to your job and sitting on autopilot. And while you're supposed to be getting paid to do your job, you're like talking on the phone to other people. You're like asking for donations and for money on like a GoFundMe project. You're, you know, talking about ranting about other people and how bad they are, but you're not actually doing your job. See, for those that may not understand, the House of Representatives at the federal level, you have a job. Your job is the federal budget. You go to your job every day. You go to your committees, and you listen about budgetary issues. Do we need to fund this project? Do we need to expand that project? Do we need to start a new project? Where do we get this money? How much money are we going to get? How much money should be allotted to this program? You do this throughout the entire year, and then you come up with 12 appropriations bills, And then you pass them as a whole lump sum federal budget with 12 different appropriations bills. That hasn't happened since the Barack Obama era a few years back. Now what we do is we pass an omnibus package, which right now we're not even passing that. We're just saying, all right, whatever we're spending right now, we're just going to extend for another three months. Because we don't know what to spend. We haven't been able to come to an agreement. We haven't been able to stop any of our proper funding projects. So we're just going to extend whatever we're doing. It's already March. The federal budget cycle ends in October. You might as well just extend it out for the next six months, which, again, just locks in another year of a check mark of we didn't do a damn thing trying to actually rein in our federal spending in any way, shape, or form. And while the economy's crashing, inflation's going up, the supply chain issues are on the rise right now, even worse with the whole Canadian truck driving protest, not because I blame them, but because I blame the government for not wanting to address that and just completely ignoring the issue, making it even worse. We see the first time that leads to this headline from MarketWatch.com, the most amount of small businesses since 1974 are now raising prices due to their inflation. 
They're raising the prices of their own goods. Small businesses, mom and pop shops, the retail store, the grocery store, the the customer service and goods store, whatever, raising your prices the most amount of small business since 1974. Now, if that doesn't show that we just repeat history over and over and over again, I don't know what does. That's the be what the middle of the Jimmy Carter era. That's going into the second term of the Jimmy Carter era, right? The early seventies, yeah, that'd be early seventies. That'd be the Jimmy Carter era, and yet we have the Biden administration doing the exact same thing by spending massive amounts of money. We have trade deficits that are hitting set uh, record highs again, just because we don't know how to actually negotiate a proper trade deal. Unlike the Trump administration, when they were kind of rocking that deal, now we have trade deals that are going belly up. We have inflation again we have spending going out of control we have the supply chain issues and now businesses have to raise their prices and yet and yet you still have the media you have the biden administration and you have democrats trying to cling on to some sort of re, uh, relativity here and they're saying oh no this is a good thing the economy's coming back Remember the definition of insanity that when you try to do the same thing over and over again and you expect a different result? We're repeating the Jimmy Carter era, which was, by the way, one of the worst economic presidents of anybody in American history. And yet we're going down that same road. We're trying to polish that dog pile out in the yard and trying to say it's a good thing because it's progress. The economy's coming back. People are spending more money. Businesses are raising the prices on their goods. That's just a sign of a successful economy. While the House representative sits on their you-know-what, they're focused on investigating January 6th garbage and whatever other investigation committees that they're putting on, not doing their job of actually addressing economic issues, the federal budget issues, letting us spend more money than what we need to be right now that's causing this issue and then trying to tell us they're doing their job and that they actually want to get back into office in November and that the economy's actually not that bad right now. I just don't buy it. And I learned all that without going to college. The Voice of Reason. With Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to the Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring the Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Welcome back into the program. By the way, I yes, I have a stickler against the higher education system. I not just because I failed out of it, <laughs> but it was dumb. Again, why do you need to go back and take the same high school courses in college than you do when you just graduated from high school and you could just go in and be like, I want to major in X, Y, and Z. Go and take the damn classes. So I'm trying to give some motivation to those that may be struggling to decide what to do. Yes, I'm speaking directly to you, younger generation. You can go to college or you can go to a trade school and you can get a good job and you can get experience in the actual workforce. But I tell you what, I was one of those where I just had to experience the world myself. That uh, uh, ethnic studies class, I stopped going because the teacher was really boring too. But he didn't even really teach anything. He was an older individual who was the former mayor and he... Uh, really would sit there and just drivel on about uh, he was he was African-American. So he talked about Barack Obama all the time because Barack Obama was just getting elected. And at that time, the big conversation was Jeremiah Wright, his pastor. Of course, if you remember the, you know, not God bless America, but chickens are coming home to roost and blah, 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 whatever, doing his thing. And he every single class would just sit there and talk about in black churches, how people just get carried away and how it's not really his fault and how it's completely justified and how it's just emotion just burning through him and yada, yada. We weren't learning about anything. And I was like, I'm not going to sit here and read about it through a book and listen to a guy drivel on defending the opposition politically that I don't necessarily agree with. I don't really care about what happens in the church, you know, for you. All the power to you. I, it, I don't care. I just don't care about what you're talking about right now. It had nothing to do with class. And he would spend the entire lecture just doing that. So I would rather go out and experience the world myself. Wasn't a college guy. It took me two years and $80,000 to figure that out. But by golly, we figured it out, and here we are today. Uh, and then we were able to learn and educate ourselves on our own. There's a weird stigma in society today to where unless you actually have that degree or you have that piece of paper or that certificate saying that you went to a college and you read the books and you did the class and you took the test properly so you earned that degree, that somehow you're not qualified to do a job. And, I, and I'm here to say that I strongly disagree with that sentiment that – I would, if I were a business owner, which I am kind of, I mean, a small business owner, but if I get to the point where I start hiring individuals and I have two individuals apply to me, one with a degree with not much experience, but they went through the courses, they went to the college, they got their degree and they have their uh, diploma showing me that they do it or someone who's been doing it for 10 years in the industry and they know the ins and outs of the industry, guess who I'm hiring? It's very simple. There was a mindset, if you remember, during Joe Biden when he tried to run for uh, president way back when, and then he was running his VP with Barack Obama, and then when he was running in the Senate races and everything else, that he was like, I have all these degrees, and I did this, and I did that, and I was top of my class, which, by the way, were all lies, but I don't really care. During some of the COVID discussions, people say, Andy, you're not qualified to talk about COVID because you're not a doctor or a medical researcher 
or someone in the field with that degree, so therefore you are unqualified to talk about these issues. And I'm here to tell you again, that's just not true. We have this wonderful thing called the interweb nowadays where you can do as much research as you want. You have things called libraries and books and different sources of information, and especially here on a radio show where you get to interview experts in those fields and you get to absorb the information that they tell you to where you can regurgitate it later because you collect it and remember it you have a memory to where you can remember these things and you have wonderful outlets to where you don't just have to go to college and spend thousands of dollars and tell you that you need to take like a science and english class when you're trying to do things for not science or english related in any way shape or form you can Get that information, and you can apply it to your daily life, and then you be, you can become an expert in your field, or you can become a jack-of-all-trade, a master of none, which is kind of a dangerous thing to do, but yet entertaining altogether. When we come back, I know I just kind of wasted an entire segment, but it was a pet peeve of mine. Now I need to calm down. Take a deep breath, Andy. Come on. And just feel better. When we come back, we'll have Matt Brainerd. He is uh, with Look Ahead America, lookaheadamerica.org. We'll talk with him about some positive news in the education system. What are we doing to fight some of the progressive attacks on America, critical race theory, on our children, teaching them the wrong garbage? We have some good news on that front. We'll do that when we come back here for a Tuesday here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality hear entertainment shows and of course yours truly with the voice of reason plus we offer numerous media services including helping you set up your own podcast become your own voice of reason and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic for information on all of our shows links to podcasts each show website or social media link or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment visit our website at hoosiermedia.com again that's hoosiermedia.com the future of media When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I'm so sad. The show's so short, and yet we have so much to talk about, and then I go on these rants and just get all fired up and just go off on a rabbit trail. I apologize for that, but by golly, we're going to give the young generation some new hope. What do you think? But we got it out of the system. We can relax. Namaste. We can enjoy a little bit. Welcome back into the show again. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting. We are all over the place. Multiple radio stations, multiple TV stations. The live stream on the Opslens app right now. Also, Opslens.com, Opslens social media, wherever you may be listening on there. We have it uh, with the audio on our website at whosyourreason.com. We're literally everywhere. You just can't miss us. So welcome aboard. Great to have you along for the ride today. It's awesome. We have a lot to get to as, uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah, let's get right into our guests. I don't want to waste any time. What do you say? 
What's trending today? And like usual, we're going to pull the uh, thing. I'm not, I don't have any prep questions because we just like to have the conversations. And there's a lot to talk about as we've talked about the higher education in the first part of the program. Let's bring it down to the uh, to K through 12 education system. Obviously, we've been fighting what we've been fighting mask mandates. We've been fighting critical race theory. We've been fighting just to have basic control over our kids' education system at the local level. And uh, the big question is, are we winning? And what can we do to change some of that? We're hearing from lots of school boards across the nation where school boards are changing to a more conservative mindset. People are paying attention, people are running, and people wanting to change things. But what can we do to replace things like that critical race theory? Super happy to have on the program today. He is the executive director of Look Ahead America. He's also the former director of data and strategy for the Trump campaign. The man himself, Matt Brainerd, with us here. Matt, how are you, my friend? Um, better than Custer and glad to be here. Hey, it is great to have you on the program. I appreciate that very much. The K-12 through education system, the public schools, the education curriculum, however you want to look at it, I have an inkling that this is going to be a major focal point going into midterm elections this year after what we saw in the last elections back in November with uh, Virginia and uh, with the uh, Democrats saying, well, you know what, you shouldn't have the right to be able to decide the curriculum with your local school board. You shouldn't have to go to the school district and talk to them. You should just do whatever they say regarding either critical race theory or regarding mask mandates. You don't have a say. We don't want parents having a say in this curriculum. I think that's been a turning point where a lot of people are starting to focus on this issue in particular. And I can't think of anything really more important. Uh, This country is sustained by the education that one generation receives from the previous one. And a country where the children are not taught the the real history to love their country and why it's a great country, why it's worth fighting and dying for and doing everything to preserve. If that's not passed on, that connection gets broken. And then the country is finished. And that's one of the reasons why look ahead America. We're, we're not just opposing CRT because even if, CRT was banned. If it was banned everywhere, it would create a vacuum, and the leftists would just fill it with something else. So rather than just being on defense, we're going on offense. We have a school board, a pro-America school board resolution that we, our volunteers all across the country are walking to their school board saying, look, we want to pass this because it sends the message and sets a flag in the ground saying this is where we stand. And it starts off by saying that the United States America is the greatest nation in the history of mankind. And that and the other parts of the resolution are a guidestone for how the teachers will teach history, how the country will be regarded and considered in the schools. And I think that's it's absolutely essential that our our students, they're not just graduating learning how to read and do math, but they're also graduated as patriots who love and understand their country and believe it is something to defend. It's worth defending. It's worth uh, it's worth fighting for because if they don't love their country, they don't think it's worth fighting for. Then I mean, the country's just going to descend into sort of this um, balkanized Walmart, yeah. um, where basically we're all just trying to get you know be consumers with different woke ideologies competing with each other through intersectionalism. So just to step back a little bit, look at America. We are America First community organizers, and we uh, we have volunteers all over the country. We have state leadership in I think 25 states. And in many of these states, the state leadership decide, look, we're going to we're going to go to war not just against CRT, but against broader anti-Americanism in the school system. And we what we look for are achievable victories, small victories that we that are within reach. And getting a school board, your local school board, 
to at least have a vote on the pro-American school resolution, that in itself is a small victory that will get bigger victories later on. I mean, there's we'd all like to you know save the country or, or have some grand goal, and but but so much of that is out of reach, or it's hard to visualize how to accomplish that. But what we do is we take small, simple victories by just getting getting this spoken to, spoken about at the school board meeting, getting the school board members to vote on it. Maybe it fails. But at least even when that happens, you know who's with you and who's against you and can carry that into the next election. Yeah. So it's a very simple project, and I encourage everybody listening, look, sign up to volunteer with Look Ahead America, and we'll put you on the track to implementing uh, this this program, at least getting, you know, guiding you from knowing absolutely nothing about how your school board works to the point of being able to get – you know, at least petition your school board to consider this resolution. And along the way, you'll learn so much that then you can use in the future uh, to achieve greater things. Amen to that. I love it. That's a great way to, as you mentioned, I mean, filling that vacuum that uh, that is left if they are getting rid of something like critical race theory. Let's take a step back for a second, though. When did this anti-American rhetoric start being introduced into the public education system? Obviously, critical race theory is the new and improved, flashy, sexy one of today. But it's been going on for a while. I mean, we're I, I'm 33. I'm a millennial. I have a generation of my generation, which I apologize for every day, that started off with the, you know, America's evil and evil capitalists, you know, Nazis and, you know, how dare you sit there and respect the flag. And I mean, it started a while ago, even before we've heard of critical race theory. When did this anti-American rhetoric actually start? I think it began in the public schools in the late 1950s. Um, it, it's basically an outgrowth of a philosophy that I would consider to be uh, postmodernism. And postmodernism, that sounds like a artistic term or something that's um, far removed from the concrete world that we live in. But what it fundamentally means is that if it feels good, do it. Or if it feels good, it must be right. And that philosophy has led to a cataclysmic uh, destruction of our country, of our values, and of, of the values that the country were founded on that sustained it. We were living in the greatest country in the world, but not because of anything we're really doing now, but because of momentum that started with our founders and continued through centuries and through World War II. But that, you know, momentum does not maintain itself outside of a vacuum. There's drags on that momentum. The drags are postmodernism, liberalism, and all of its ways of uh, uh, spreading through critical race theory, Marxism, neo-Marxism, all of these different things that are basically dragging that momentum to a halt. And how do we how do we reinvigorate that momentum? How do we create it again? That's what our mission is at Look Ahead America in a more broad sense. It's fighting against postmodernism, but in a very concrete way, without talking, you know, without getting sounding like a space cadet talking about um, these uh, metaphysical ideas. Right. Hey, walk into your school board, take this resolution that says this is the greatest country in the history of the world, and this is a great country because of the the, the philosophy, the politics, and the cultures of our founders and force your school board to vote on it. And that sort of draws a line, and that allows you to, to, to take a step forward. And then the step beyond that is to get a school board where people agree with you. And beyond that is to implement real America first, an America first education system in the public schools. And what happens after that? Then we have students who understand that this is a country worth fighting for. Because one thing I can promise you, I can promise you, as now we're sort of still, we're, we're well into now the, the 21st century. The Chinese school students, when they're done, 
with their primary and secondary high school education, they come out of their loving their country. They come out of those school systems with a viewpoint that their country is the greatest in the world. They are confident that they will rule the future because they have a tremendous history behind them. And they're doing everything to maintain that momentum. Whereas what do we have in our schools? We have CRT, we have uh, anti-American hatred. They're teaching you to, rather than revere our founders, tear their statues down. And that destroys the momentum and tells, like, if you're willing to kneel at a football game, do you think you're willing to take a bullet for this country? No. So that is a great distinction between our competitors in the 21st century and where we are. And this is a first small step to reversing that tide. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are doing that. And you kind of led into that question was how many other nations in the world are going through this, where they have this mindset in their country where the country's terrible, our history's terrible, you shouldn't learn it this way, you need to learn that everything that we've done is bad. I mean, what other nation is going through this, or are we unique in that sense? Well, I think there's this has infected to some extent uh, some countries in Europe, and some of those countries are just zombie countries. Mm. I mean, their, their uh, replacement rate has dropped super low. They're basically being colonized by third world immigrants who share nothing of that uh, country's history, of its culture, of its achievements. Uh, and But once in a while, we do see like these a, a populist uprising that turns against it. You can see it in uh, some of the uh, nationalist campaigns you see now in France, like some more. Um, you see it uh, rearing its head in, uh, in, say, for example, India under the BAJP, under uh, their, their current prime minister, who is basically reinvigorating a, a sense of pride about India, uh, an, an unapologetic uh, love of the country's history and its potential future. And I think that these nationalist movements around the world, and you saw it in this country um, uh, with, you know, with, with more populist ideas coming into the mainstream, um, I think that's really the antidote to this postmodernist cancer that's kind of destroying a lot of these Western nations. But, you know, you don't find any of this stuff in these Middle Eastern nations, and you definitely don't find it in China. Yeah. And uh, for that reason, I, I mean, they are on a tremendous upswing. And, you know, whether or not we're going to have our children and grandchildren love, live under a Chinese hegemony is really dependent on whether or not we teach our children that this is a country worth fighting for and worth dying for. Yeah, amen to that. We're talking with Matt Brainerd. He is uh, the executive director for Look Ahead America. Find them online, lookaheadamerica.org, and you can find this curriculum. You can find this pro-America, legisl- this resolution that we can have in our local school districts and actually promote, you know, positive American views. Let's take a break. When we come back, we got to take a hard break. When we come back, I want to talk about how we present this to school boards, what we can do to actually implement this. Like you said, the little victories around the country, get them to vote on it, get them to see what alternatives are there, and then how we can actually start to implement this. We'll do that when we come back. It's The Voice of Reason here on a post-Monday celebration. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends 
or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Every single day, freedom, common sense, rationale, critical thought, you know, just the normal things that usually kept us alive. Nowadays, you got the government and their safety net (laughs) to take care of you on that front. Welcome back into the show. Last few minutes of the program as we wrap up today on a post-Monday. By the way, as I tease at the beginning of the show, we have officially created our Getter account. I have gotten the Getter, so now you can get me at the Getter. I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, at Hoosier Reason, that's H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. It's like the state of Indiana, just without the I. Hoosier Reason. Also on the website at HoosierReason.com, we have the link to all of our social media. I am now also starting trying to do a daily TikTok video to try and reach the younger, younger generation to at least expose some common sense there. And we're starting to get some decent views on there. So you can check us out if you have a TikTok as well. Same handle at Hoosier Reason. That is on all of our social media that we have. We're talking with Matt Brainerd right now. He is the former director of data and strategy for the Donald Trump campaign. He is also the executive director of Look Ahead America. Find them online, lookaheadamerica.org, as you can find the things that can help you work on making your local education system a little bit better. And Matt, as we've talked about ways to try and replace and actually promote Americanism, promote patriotism, promote nationalism in the sense that we actually are prideful of our nation uh, because they've kind of skewed what nationalism definitions actually are. How do we present these to our local school board? As we mentioned, I mean, there's a lot of interest in our local schools now, talking to our school board, maybe running for the local school board. There's a lot of changes there, but how do we propose this to our local school and say, hey, we should get rid of things like critical race theory and any anti-American propaganda you have, and we should start doing things like this? I am so glad you asked, because this is the heart of community organizing. And for your audience, I'm going to do a brief masterclass. I'm going to go through the five simple steps. Step one, learn the resolution. Go to lookaheadamerica.org slash proamerica. And you can see the resolution there. You can read it. Uh, You can download a copy. Step two, do your homework about your school board. Do some internet research about 
where your school board is. Is it a county-level school board? Is it a town or city-level school board? Most cases, it's the county level or the parish level if you live in New Orleans. Find out when they meet, how many members are on it, how often they are elected, and what the procedure is for publicly addressing them. Because usually at their meetings, there's the opportunity for people to be added to a speaker list to raise an issue before the school board. Step three, find others in your community who share your worldview and share your priority of getting rid of anti-Americanism in our school system. Share the resolution with them. They could be people from your church, from your neighborhood, fellow parents of uh, other parents who go to your, the same school as your kid. Just gather them together. Have a small small meeting at your house or at a diner and just talk about it and tell them, look, there's a school board meeting. I'm going to go speak. I don't want to be alone. Why don't you come with me? Why don't you make some science? Because when you show up by yourself, it's easier for them to ignore you. When you have two, three, four, or more, uh, they start to pay attention. Step four, go to that meeting. Be polite but persistent. Present this resolution and say that, look, I want you to vote on it. And then step five, report back to Look Ahead America what happened, what their response was. And then we'll give you additional guidance on how to add that legislation to or that resolution um, to uh, the agenda so that they can vote on it, how to build allies on the school board committee. Um, This is fundamentally community organizing, and the left has mastered this for generations. We are so far behind on that, but Look Ahead America is trying to remedy that with America First Community Organizing by guiding, providing leadership and infrastructure so that people can go from zero to hero as people have never been involved with any of this before, but can suddenly become leaders in their community. Amen to that. I love it. Your five-step program can put the Democrats on a 12-step program of admitting they have a problem. Right. See, that's what we're about. And I, uh, I love it. No, what you guys are doing is fantastic. And here's and we got just about a minute left before we have to let you go. But what kind of response are you getting so far? And are people warming up to this in in local schools? Oh, we're we're having tremendous success so far. People, are, first of all, people have to be excited to get engaged in a project like this, and yeah. they are. And we found all across the country great enthusiasm for this because, again, it's not enough just to be CRT. You've got to replace it with something aggressive and muscularly pro-American. So far, we've had um, a bunch of counties in North Carolina agree to uh, take presentations. We have four school districts there that are already going to put our resolution up for vote, and we believe most of them will pass it. So we've got all of these folks out in the field um, aggressively engaging in community organizing to get these resolutions passed and reporting back to us their success. So you can find all about that at lookaheadamerica.org. You can sign up to volunteer there to get involved uh, with this and our other efforts across the country. You guys are killing it. Lookaheadamerica.org. Lookaheadamerica.org. Go and check it out, Matt. Great to talk to you, my friend. It's a great honor. Let's get you back on the show again real soon. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. Hey, appreciate that very much. We'll do it again here soon. Man, good information. Fighting the local schools, educating the youth of America the proper way. That's what it's all about. We'll do it again tomorrow. Until then, podcast up in a little bit. I'm Andy Hoosier. This is The Voice Reason. We'll see you on the radio. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on 
religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.